Welcome to the Stirring Hearts Podcast. My name is Lori Adams, and I'll be your host. I'm a wife, mom, and mima to four little angels. You know, in all the years that I've been in ministry, ministering to women has truly been my passion. The Lord has given me a heart to inspire, encourage, and impact women just like you. The Stirring Hearts Podcast is designed to stir up your heart into a deeper, more intimate relationship with Jesus. Jesus, the lover of your soul, not to stir your emotions, but to stir the spirit of God that dwells inside you. And by doing so, we will learn to live out the greatest commandment given to us by Jesus, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. My prayer is that your hunger for Jesus will go stronger every time you listen to this podcast. So join me today, sisters, as we stir our hearts for personal revival. Well, hey, sweet sister, welcome to episode 13 of the Stirring Hearts podcast. Thanks so much for joining me. So I actually live in El Paso, Texas, and lately the weather has been beautiful. A little cold in the morning, but the day ends up being a beautiful day. We are blessed here in El Paso with great weather. And El Paso is also called the Sun City. And that's because the sun shines over 300 days a year on average. (laughs) That's a lot of sun and we love it. However, if we get the least amount of any kind of weather, like an inch or two of snow, which we've had, the city shuts down. (laughs) It's actually kind of comical to places that this kind of weather, it happens on a regular basis. I'm sure they find all of what we do very amusing. But the reality is that, that the city of El Paso is just not equipped to handle that kind of weather. Doesn't happen very often. Now hang on. (laughs) Because in true Lori fashion, I'm about to make a spiritual comparison. I like to spiritualize everything. I've actually done it for years. Just ask my family. The purpose has and always will be behind this podcast is to help you grow closer and more intimate with Jesus by stirring your heart as we study God's word. And Lord willing, it will equip you in some way to grow and mature in your daily walk to be ready for any kind of storm that comes your way. And when that happens, when the storms of life come, you will not shut down. You will keep pressing into the Lord, allowing him to do amazing things in and through your life to keep you and to sustain you and especially drawing you closer to him. (laughs) Okay. There you have it, my spiritual comparison to living in the Sun City. Okay, let's get started with today's podcast. The title of today's podcast is The Struggle is Real. So can I be honest with you? There are parts of scripture that are sometimes difficult for me to read. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Now, I actually have read through the entire Bible probably about four to five times. Now, I don't say that with any kind of pride. It's just something that I've committed to do at different times 
and in different seasons. I know people who read through it every single year, and that's wonderful. I just, I just don't always do that. I try and let the Holy Spirit lead me as to what I should study on and focus on in my quiet time. Now, I did go through the entire Bible last year with a sweet sister, and her name is Dora. Hey, Dora, I just want to give you a shout out. She and I followed together an online through the Bible reading plan. I really did enjoy it. And yes, every time I do this, I see the Lord in a new way. I learn and my faith does grow. But given the opportunity, I want to kind of bypass all the genealogies, the endless laws, the stories that don't have the best ending. I mean, I kind of think you know what I'm talking about. Now, this past Christmas, I was given a devotional book as a gift. The title is The Ascent, A Devotional Adventure Through the Book of Psalms by John Greco. Now, it has the most beautiful cover on it, and I could not wait to start it in the new year. And that's what I did. January 1st, 2023, I opened this devotional for the first time and began to turn the crisp new pages. I was so excited to read it. A devotion on a psalm a day. Such a perfect and rhythmic order for my OCD tendencies. This author writes so beautifully. From the moment I start reading the devotion for that day, I'm already captivated by what the author is saying. So for you to get a true understanding of what he does, he takes a psalm a day in order every day and expands with a 30,000 foot view of what the overall psalm is saying. And then he zooms into a verse or two and really brings it to life. And he does this with personal life stories, examples, other scriptures, and thought-provoking encouragement to read the entire psalm he is referencing. So that's what I do. Whatever psalm he's talking about, I read the devotion first, then turn to that psalm in my Bible and read the entire thing. Now, at the time of this recording, I'm actually on Psalm 42. And sister... Let me tell you, I have had a rude awakening. Now, this is where I get even more honest with you and share with you what I have come to realize and admit the struggle is real. I struggle to read the Psalms, at least parts of it. What? (laughs) Okay, there it is. I said it. If you had asked me last year what I thought about the book of Psalms, which I have actually read before, I would have said, oh, I love the Psalms. They are so beautiful and rich in truth and depth, which they are. And I do actually love to read a great deal of the Psalms. But it's just like the Lord to use his word to show me what's really going on inside of me. And that's what he will do for all of us if we will let him. If we keep showing up in our relationship with him, he will gently lead and guide us into the refining fire and sanctification process. I was actually shocked to learn as the Lord showed me that I struggled to really read parts of them, but it became very apparent to me as each day 
went by, the Lord showed me how I only have the loving and kind, praiseworthy and life-giving verses of Psalms underlined in my Bible. It was actually kind of funny when I saw it. All the ones that make me feel good and I can cling to. And, and listen, there's nothing wrong with that at all. But I could see that the Lord was wanting to take me deeper. And I, I promise you, I really had no idea that I felt this way. So once it really became real to me and I saw what the Lord was showing me, I quietly and humbly asked the Lord, why do I feel this way? Why do I tend to quickly read through the struggle part of the Psalms and slow down when I get to the good, praiseworthy, and encouraging part? Well, truth be told, a lot just really has to do with my personality and my natural bend. You see, I love happy endings. For example, if my husband and I are going to watch a movie, I kind of want to be assured that the ending is good and happy. I don't want it to be a bad ending. Now, if you've listened to my previous podcast, I've told you that when I look at a glass of water, I see the glass half full, not half empty. I like to see the positive. And again, there's really nothing wrong with that. However, this life here on earth is hard at times. Can I get an amen? Following Jesus can be difficult. Things don't always turn out as we had hoped. Frustration and discouragement can set in. We all know this. We have all experienced these kinds of things. And maybe you're experiencing that right now. Here's the thing, though. I'm, I'm just not really very good at sitting in all of that, that uncomfortableness, if you will, especially as I read the Psalms. I don't always like the, the difficult and uncomfortable parts, but I've come to realize over the last 42 days that I have truly missed the beauty in every verse of the Psalms until now and how they work in perfect harmony in displaying the very open and raw relationship we need and must have with the Lord. Now, let's be clear on what the Psalms are. The book of Psalms has many chapters, 150 to be exact. There are different categories of how the Psalms are laid out. Now, listen to this quote explaining that. The Psalms comprised the ancient hymnal of God's people. The poetry was often set to music, but not always. The Psalms express the emotion of the individual poet to God or about God. Different types of Psalms were written to communicate different feelings and thoughts regarding a psalmist situation. Psalms of lament express the authors crying out to God in difficult circumstances. Psalms of praise, also called hymns, portray the author's offering of direct admiration to God. Thanksgiving psalms usually reflect the author's gratitude for a personal deliverance or provision from God. End of quote. So after reading that quote, it's clear to me that I struggle with the lament part 
of the Psalms, the Psalms that cry out to God in difficult situations. I kind of want to hurry and get to the good part. I tend to like and read more of the Psalms of praise, thankfulness, and gratitude. (laughs) But let me be clear. I have had many, many difficult and painful seasons in my life. I have cried out to the Lord a lot over the years. But for some reason, I can sometimes want to skim over the lament and struggle and hurry up to the promises and praise. Here's the truth about being a Christ follower and being in relationship with him. It all matters. The good, the bad, and the ugly. The reality is that truly sitting with, if you will, the difficult, painful, and hard circumstances of life in the presence of the Lord the beauty and praiseworthy deliverance of the Lord will grab hold of your heart and soul even more. I see now that reading the Psalms in tandem truly portrays the complete life of a Christ follower. And as I read the difficult parts slowly, it makes the encouraging and inspiring parts that much sweeter. Sister, one of the things that I have encouraged you to do from my very first podcast is to make your personal time and relationship with the Lord a priority. It is a spiritual discipline. And let me assure you, I get it. The struggle can be very real. Parts of the Bible can be difficult to read for one reason or another. I mean, I just gave you an example of my recent discovery of my struggle with reading parts of the Psalms. Sitting before the Lord daily in his presence can be challenging at times, as we have so many distractions in this modern world that we live in. It's kind of easy to think, Oh, a scripture a day keeps the devil away. Or reading a two-minute devotion suffices for my quote-unquote quiet time. But it's imperative. You sit with the Lord in his presence and in his word. All of it. Let it wash over you every single day and be okay with the uncomfortable parts. Trust me, I am preaching to myself. Alistair Begg says it this way, the Christian life is not lived in a comfort zone. Now, I don't know your story or your testimony, but one thing I do know after doing ministry to women for several years, we have more in common than we think. While our struggles, difficulties, and stories might be different, at the core, we all want a beauty from ashes kind of life. But that kind of life can only happen as we openly and honestly present ourselves before the Lord daily. Listen to this quote. 
Every day holds unanticipated surprises. So we must intend to be with the Lord in all things. We lead with our intention to be with God in the fullness of life so we can be present to what confronts us as an opportunity to turn to him. End of quote. Listen, the life of a believer who is truly walking with the Lord is a back and forth between mountaintop and valley, right? As women, we understand this ability to feel and experience an array of emotions in a short period of time. And truth be told, that's what makes the Psalms so beautiful. There's a rawness and need the various authors are revealing in so many of the Psalms. Sister, may I encourage us all to have that complete and total honesty before the Lord. Be okay with the back and the forth, the highs and the lows, but just be ever so mindful to always remain. Remain with the Lord and in his presence, no matter what. So I thought the best way to end this podcast is to read a psalm. Now I picked this one as I feel it truly shows the full picture of what our emotions and hearts cry can be in a day. It actually is the one that I read this morning on day 42. I'd like to encourage you, sister, to spend time in the next few days this week in the Psalms and see what the Lord shows you. Okay, here's the Psalm, Psalm 42. As a deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night, while they say to me all day long, Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul. How would I go with the throng and lead them in procession to the house of God with glad shouts and songs of praise, a multitude-keeping festival? Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God. For I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. My soul is cast down within me, therefore I remember you. From the land of Jordan and of Hermon and Mount Mazar, deep calls to deep at the roar of your waterfalls. All your breakers and your waves have gone over me. By day the Lord commands his steadfast love, and at night his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go on mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a deadly wound in my bones, my adversaries taunt me, while they say to me all day long, where is your God? Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? 
hope in God. For I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, you are so determined to go after our heart, to show us what's really going on in the inside of us. Help us to respond humbly to that pursuance. Help us to come and present ourselves to you daily in raw and honest openness. Let your word, all of it, penetrate our heart, mind, and soul. And as we remain and abide in Christ, we produce fruit that brings honor and glory to your name. We love you, Lord, and we need you so very much. It's in Jesus' precious and powerful name we pray. Amen. Well, that's all for today. Thanks so much for being here. I pray the Holy Spirit has truly stirred your heart and the intimacy between you and Jesus has grown deeper. Be sure to follow and download the Stirring Hearts podcast so you never miss an episode. We drop a new episode every week. You can also leave a review, which helps this podcast reach more women. And make sure to connect with me on social media and my website. The links are located in the show notes. May the Lord bless you and stir your heart as you diligently seek and love him. And remember, sister, you are never alone and we are always better together. Together.